French barrister Aude Catala was a student of just 15 years old when she first visited Belfast during the hunger strike in 1981. In this podcast, for Guhina Octohahin, she talks about the international support that existed for the hunger strikers and the impact that time had and still has on her life. In my class, I was uh, at high school, fifth grade. Uh, I was 15, as you said, and um, uh, one of my classmates, a very good friend of me, um, her mommy was already involved in support groups for Ireland and had already been to Ireland, well, to the north of Ireland. So when the hunger strike started, um, we talked about about it a lot. And I started to go to meetings of the support group her mommy was in. And I met other people from other support groups because at the time of the hunger strike, there was three support groups um, in France. And also uh, I was a member of the Youth Communist Party uh, in 81. And the, the Youth Communist Party and the Communist Party were very involved in, um, in protesting and supporting the hunger strikers. So all that together, uh, I started to read a lot and um, to go to meetings and to see films because the support groups, they did organize debates. Um, they were showing films like Art McCaig's film, The Patriot Game. And they were doing debates with journalists or people who had been in Ireland, like Sor Chalandou, who is a very uh, famous journalist in France. And he was covering Ireland for Libération, uh, which is a very, uh, very big newspaper, daily newspaper in France. So all that, and, um, and my, my, my classmate, Emmanuel, um, her mommy was, uh, and her were going to Ireland in, in August uh, in, to the north and uh, to see people they, they, they knew, friends of, friends of theirs. And uh, she um, said, well, if you want to come, you're more than welcome. And I said, oh, yes because I really wanted to, to see what was going on really, because I hadn't heard anything about Ireland. I, as I said, I, uh, I read a lot, um, uh, beginning of 81. And, and to me, um, it was like compared to the Algerian war, because I had this political background and I heard a lot about the Algerian war. Uh, and, but to hear that it was still a colonial situation in Europe, it was a big blow to me, and, and I, I just wanted to understand really what was going on. So uh, I decided that uh, I would go with them uh, in August, and that's why I ended up in Belfast in the short round in August 81. I just opened my eyes, uh, opened my ears, uh, asked questions. I didn't have a word of English at the time, so my friend Emmanuel had to translate everything. And I must say thank you to all the people I met uh, in Ireland in 81 because they were all very patient and explaining and taking the time uh, to explain to me and to talk to me. Well, I must say that when we, when we arrived in Dublin, we were welcomed by the then president of Sinn Féin. So we were in the middle of the thing, you know, right away because we were met by Rory O'Brien and we, we stayed with him two days in, in Dublin. And then we went to, to Belfast. 
And I just discovered really what a war zone was. Um, I had no idea, again, I had no idea that's just an hour and a half flight from Paris. There was a war, a real war going on with, with, with the army, with, and that, that's really what struck me, of course. But at the same time, although I was very politically aware, I was still 15, so maybe I, I don't think I realized everything really. And, and it's really coming back from Ireland, from the north, and, and writing an article for one of the weekly of, of the Communist Party, um, that I realized really what, what I had seen and what I had discovered and, and yeah. All, all, all that and the extraordinary people that I had met and, and the struggle and everything. At the beginning of the hunger strike, um, it was a very, very, very big thing. You had articles everywhere uh, in all the newspapers. Uh, you had friendly newspapers and you had not friendly newspapers, but the hunger strike was everywhere. And it was on the news on TV and it was on the news on the radio. Not so much in, in March or April, uh, although you, you had something, but at the, as it went to Bobby Sands' death, uh, it was really all over the news. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a big thing in France. In Paris at that time, and not only in Paris, of course, Paris being the capital city, uh, the, the, the most important things happened in Paris, but it, it was really everywhere in France, but there was protests uh, all the time. There was pickets in front of the British embassy in Paris uh, with the Youth Communist Party. One day we threw blood, animals' blood at the, at the walls of the British embassy. Um, with support groups, we went up uh, one of the towers of Notre Dame and we displayed a big banner saying Thatcher murder. Uh, on, on, so on, on the Tower of Notre Dame, um, we organized meetings. We tried to meet elected, well, we did meet uh, elected reps uh, to, to talk to them and to ask them to support um, the, the hunger strikers um, and everything what was going on. And yeah, there was a, a lot of things being done. There was protest nearly every day, uh, the end of April, beginning of May, and uh, maybe up until June, uh, there was really, really uh, protests uh, every day for, for the uh, death of, after the, the, the day, the 5th of May, I think that the day of the death, uh, Bobby Sun's death, uh, the Communist Party and the Youth Communist Party called for a protest, and there was 100,000 people in the streets of Paris, which is very, very big for, a, for, a, for an event um, like that. And every time there was a, a rally or something, you would have thousands of people. Um, and as I said, it was everywhere in the press, especially in L'Humanité, which is the, the daily of the Communist Party, and Libération, because Sorge Chalondon uh, was covering uh, Ireland at the time. And uh, I remember uh, reading just um, very, very 
good and very emotional articles uh, about Ireland and about the hunger strike. Like for example, in May, I think it was in in L'Humanité, um, a journalist. There is a very very famous uh, resistance uh, song in France called Partisan Song. That's not the one uh, by Leonard Cohen. It's it's another one, but which was which is very very famous and. Uh, one of the chorus is, if you friend, if you fall, another friend will arise. Um, and it was exactly what was going on during the hunger strike because they were taking turns and it, every time a hunger striker was dying, then another one would would, uh, would come into the hunger strike. And, and it, the link between the French resistance, that song and the hunger strike, I thought was incredible, and I must say I cried when I wrote that um, that article. And yeah, it was um, it was a very tense uh, period. And also something funny, I remember with with few friends we went to Marks and Spencer. I can talk about it now because it's forty years, so it's okay. But we went in in Marks and Spencer in Paris. They had a big big uh, shop. And at that time, like the, the underworlds, they weren't on hangers or anything. They were in big boxes or uh, plastic containers or, and you know, you had to go through it to find what you wanted. And we went in there and we put worms in all the boxes. So they had to close the shop for three days and, and um, to clean the, the, the thing. But that, that, that was also the kind of uh, of things that that uh, we would do just to to put the highlights on on the hunger strike and uh, yeah. As you can imagine, a lot of things struck me in eighty one when I was in Ireland, but truly, what struck me most was the strength and dignity of the people I met, or people I saw um, in the streets on protests or at funerals. As you know, the, the situation was really, really bad. Um, they had sons, husbands, comrades dying for political status, people being killed or injured by plastic bullets, people getting arrested every day. But still people were strong and showing the world with incredible dignity that no matter what, they were standing by the hunger strikers, they were standing by the political prisoners, they were standing by the women in Armagh, and they were showing the world that no matter what, whatever the difficulties, they would keep fighting to achieve their goal. Well, I, I, I'm a barrister now, um, uh, and I practice in criminal law, mostly. Um, I think at, at that, well, it probably did. It probably did have an impact, uh, but in the same time, I already knew uh, at that time when I was fifteen, and even before, I think, uh, what I wanted to do, and uh, I wanted to. I, I knew that I wanted to to practice into criminal law and human rights. Um, so the hunger strike, I don't think, did change that uh, much, but. The, the situation in, in Ireland really, um, uh, after the hunger strike and the fact that I had been to Ireland in, in, in August 81, I, I, I really wanted to explain uh, what was going on and, uh, and for people to understand. Because see what the problem that we had in France politically is that in 81, uh, we had the presidential election. and. 
François Mitterrand was running to become um, the president. And he was a socialist candidate, and there hadn't been a socialist president in France for 35 years or something like that. So there was a lot of hope. When François Mitterrand was a candidate, he got elected on the 10th of May. So when Bobby Sands died, François Mitterrand was a candidate. And he did send a message of solidarity and support and condolences to the Sands family. He was elected on the 10th of May. On the 12th of May, Francis Hughes died. And he was the president elected. He, didn't took, he, he hadn't taken office yet, but he was the president elected and he didn't send a message. So, um, and I remember uh, when I wrote the Coming Back from Ireland, I wrote that, that, that article in, in the weekly of the Communist Party. And I did say something about that. I said to that François Mitterrand uh, should intervene and should put all his weight in the balance to um, when he was meeting Margaret Thatcher for European summits or whatever, but do something the way he did uh, when he was only a candidate because it, it would have more impact uh, doing it as the president of France. And so it was really in France, of course, there was big things and a lot of people were, were in the streets and were very supportive, but the, the, the heads uh, of the state was very uh, deceiving. So there was a lot of anger uh, for, for, for people like me. Although uh, when, when, when families were coming to France because um, uh, Patty O'Hara's family, family uh, came to Paris during the hunger strike, um, we would organize meetings with elected reps, of course, and even socialist elected reps. Um, uh, but it would have been great if, if, if the president of France uh, could have said something. So there was anger, and uh, but we did what we could, you know, at that time at, uh, as support groups. Uh, we made sure uh, that that uh, yeah, the families or whoever came to Paris would meet uh, elected reps, and uh, we have a big festival, political festival in Paris um, uh, every year. It's organized by the Communist Party. It's very very big. Uh, La Fête de l'Humanité, uh, it, it lasts for three days and it's in a big, big park, um, depending on the weather, but you can have like 300,000, 400,000 people coming in three days. It's really, really very big. And in 81, uh, the Fête de l'Humanité was all about Ireland. Um, Sean Sands was supposed to come, uh, but that, uh, at the last minute it couldn't come, so Owen Karen came uh, at the Fête. And the Fête de l'Humanité was just all about Ireland, the music, the, the, the debates. In every stall, you have stalls from communist commons <laughs> from all over France, and uh, everywhere was about, was about Ireland. And that was also a very, very big event. And the Communist Party, I must say, they were, it was the only party to, to say the reality, which is it, it is a colonial war and, and it, it's just to get rid uh, of, of the British army, um, which has nothing to do on Irish soil. And they were the only one to, to, to say that really, well, in all the political uh, parties.
So yeah, the federal humanity was, was a big, big, big event. I went to Ireland in, for the first time in, in August 81, and, I, and I've kept coming back to Ireland since then. And a lot of people that I met uh, became friends, uh, became very close friends, and I, I, I do, uh, I do care about them very much. And they are very, very important to me. And um, the struggle is still very important, and and uh, I still put it forward. And and whenever there is things to do, because uh, in the support groups, it didn't stop with the hunger strikes. We we went on. We had the newspapers and. Uh, we campaign like we had meetings. We organized meetings with like Clara Rayleigh when she came to Paris for a United Campaign Against Plastic Bullets, or when Jerry Adams came, or you know, we were we were used to, we we had a lot of connections and we were very, very well organized. And I think the, the support in France was really big and it, it was what it was said quite a few times that uh, um, from from families or from other people that it it, it was very important. Um, so I, I suppose it was, yeah. What I remember of 81 is uh, the sound of the bennets, uh when the hunger strikers died. Uh, really, like it, it still hears in my head um, the, the whistle and the bennets. Um, in the streets and, and the shouts of, of the women in the streets saying such and such instead, really, uh, it, it, it is really still in my head. And, and, and to me, of course, it, it is the impact uh, that it had on my life, because as I said, um, uh, now Ireland, and especially the North, and especially Belfast, <laughs> is like home to me. Um, and uh, so it really changed my life. I'm 40, I'm 55 today. Uh, it's been more than half, and, and my my story with Ireland is 40 years old. So it's it's far more than uh, half of my life. And uh, with the, yeah, so it, it has been a huge impact on my, on my life. Uh, there is a town near Paris, uh, very close to Paris, called Saint-Denis. And after Bobby Sands died, a woman in her street, on her own, went to see other people in the streets just to ask for her street to be called after Bobby Sands. And she succeeded. She, she asked people to sign, you know, she just decided on her own one night. Well, I think it was the night Bobby Sands died. And, um, and 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 the the street is called after Bobby Sun since today, and, and and it will stay that way. And this is very very good. And you have different stories like that. I I, I read um, not not long ago. I read that in Nice, in the south of France, um, the the uh, um, England Street was baptized Bobby Sun Streets. Uh, like it was done in Iran and or in in, in different uh, cities in in the world, and all that happened here uh, as well. Yes, and, and people, when you talk to people, people, a lot of my friends, of course, um, know my link uh, with Ireland, but um, 
even 40 years later, uh, people just are, are very much remember the time of the hunger strike. French people, like they, they really do remember when you talk about uh, the hunger strikers, people just, yes, they do remember. They, they remember going to, going to protest. Uh, they remember uh, hearing about it on the radio. They remember reading articles. Uh, even after 40 years, and even if it's in France, yes, people do remember that time, yeah.